time for another episode of Drew Drogi's Minor Revelations. Oh my gosh, we have such a fun episode ahead of for you. I don't know prepositions. I can't figure them out. Of, for, above, beyond. Uh, anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's it's uh, it's it's super crazy. I have a wonderful guest, Abed Gaith and Rich Filcher on. Um, but before that, I wanted I, I wanted to um, sort of give a little shout out. I was just thinking, today is on one of my best friend uh, of, of all time, Jeff's birthdays, and so I want to wish him a happy birthday, even though this is going to come out after his birthday. Um, but uh, Jeff uh, was just a phenomenal actor. I mean, he's still he's still with us. Um, it is a phenomenal actor um, and was so good at Shakespeare. And I just, I've sort of had to, and he had just a love of Shakespeare that I had to sort of realize way later in my life that I just didn't share. And I was very embarrassed about that. So I'm basically coming out to say I don't love Shakespeare. That's what I'm trying to come around and, and say. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't. I would never say he's like, you know, I have notes on his writing. I just don't have that that passion. I don't have that that love for it. And I think you either love it early on or you just never you never have it. And uh, you know, in Pretty Woman, when Richard Gere was like, you either love opera the first time you hear it, and of course, you know, Julia Roberts is sobbing. I'm, you know, I'm just I'm that on the other side of it. I just, you know. Um, I, but I forever as a as a kid, and when I realized I wanted to be an actor, and I loved acting, and I was all about it, and I was always reading plays, and I was all into you know, and and I was I can fancy myself just such a just a nerd, and so I thought I had to love Shakespeare. How can you be an actor who does theater and not love Shakespeare? That did not make any sense to me. And I remember one time my family uh, took me. Um, took us several times to New York to see to see Broadway shows, and I believe it was the trip that we saw Sunset Boulevard with Glenn Close, which was life changing, and Showboat with an in- an incredibly miscast Elaine Stritch as Parthy, and she was supposed to be forty, and she was deep in her seventies, and I remember her just being giving the most like sandpaper on hot glass performance. It was just angry and she just had all that gin-fueled rage. And at the top of Act 2, she has to sing a lullaby to a baby and she's like, why do I love you? And it was like, that baby is dead from from just exhaustion and and terror. Um, and it was my first time ever seeing Elaine Stritch on stage. Maybe the only time I ever... No, I, I never mind. But... First time I saw her on stage and just finding her to be a, a, just a, a harpy from hell. But I wanted to see Hamlet with Rafe Fiennes. And because I that was like, that is going to be the most important thing ever. And I love Rafe Fiennes to this day. He's, he's amazing. And I wanted to see Hamlet. And my family insisted that we go see the movie Congo. Anybody remember Congo? I thought not. I think Tim Curry's in it. That's all I remember. It's like apes. It was Michael Crichton. It was after Jurassic Park and they just made Congo. And it's terrible. And I, it, we're in New York City and we go to a movie. And I was so, I was just like, I 
am so embarrassed in my family right now that we're going to a, a movie, um, which we could see in Lincolnton, North Carolina. We could be seeing Ray Fiennes in Hamlet. And then, you know, I had to come to the realization that, like, I hate Hamlet. Like, I don't want to see Hamlet. I don't want to sit for three hours and watch, you know. I, I, and, you know, there was this really, there's that great play at Paul Rudnick called I Hate Hamlet. And I remember finding that a few years later and reading it and going, oh, my God, somebody else shares that, like, he's an actor in this play and he doesn't want to be Hamlet. And Because every actor is like, that's their dream is to play Hamlet. And uh, a friend of mine's going to be playing Hamlet next year. And, you know, he He's brilliant, so I'm sure, hopefully I'll go see that, and I'm sure he'll be amazing, but I'm just like, I've never wanted to be Hamlet. Hamlet's an asshole. I've always wanted to be, you know, Melvin P. Thorpe in um, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. You know, that's that's my dream part. Like, what's wrong with me? I am complete trash. Um, but also, like, I just truly don't think his his comedy, Shakespeare's comedies, are funny. Like, they, they're they witty, and I'm like, I, I read them, and I, I mean, or see them, and I'm like, I get it. I understand it. And But they're just frustrating. They're, they're frantic. They're predictable. They're weirdly depressing to me because I'm just like, oh, I just feel bad for everyone involved in this. And, you know, and, I, I, and they were for the people. So we sort of hold them up now as these incredible comedies. But they were basically like you, me, and Dupree, you know? for the time. And, you know, and I mean, I love restoration comedies and Oscar Wilde and Noel Coward. And I mean, it's like, I don't have to just see, you know, 2017 comedies to get it, but I just never find his comedies to be really funny. Um, And when I was in college, I was cast in Much Ado About Nothing. um, And it was the thing to be in because there was this legend teacher who was coming down from Massachusetts and he was teaching at this, you know, uh, he was living on like Edith Wharton's estate where everyone ran rampant through, you know, through the woods naked and everyone was bisexual and very sexual. And, um, you know, and so... He was coming down, and I'm not going to say his name because I don't have to, and he was a nightmare. But he came down and directed Much Ado About Nothing, and um, I was not good, okay? I just have to—I mean, let's just be honest. I I mean, I can be really snotty and arrogant. I was not good at doing Shakespeare, okay? Let's just, just, you know, own that. My friend Jeff, happy birthday— was incredible. And it's like was in his bones and he was always reading it. And I was, you know, and I, you know, was, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. I was eating. I was drinking. I, I don't I was not reading Shakespeare. And so Jeff was cast as Benedict. It was the lead, and this, and uh, and I was um, the governor. I had like I was like the the old man that's angry that Leonardo. I think that was Leonato, if you know that, you know, um, you know the the one part that's not played. It was like Richard Briers did it in the movie, the Kenneth Branagh movie. Okay, who cares? I was bad. I was supposed to channel the the uh, a man who who thinks his daughter has been cheating on her on her fiance. I have to be screaming. I had to channel all this rage. I was twenty years old. I did I didn't know who I was, let alone who this character was. I was in a terrible Ben Nye makeup kit with like lines drawn hard under my eyes, terrible silver paint in my hair, um, and this director hated me and was just kind of just just gave up on me and was just like this is this part of the show is just going to be bad when Drew's talking but he would call the house every day and Jeff and I lived together um and so he would call 
our house every day and not I would answer the phone and he would not acknowledge that we were doing a play together. So I would answer the phone and he would just immediately be like, is Jeff there? And he would want to talk to Jeff about motivation. And, you know, it was just, you know, and and uh, the role and the thing. And they just had such a connection. And I was and I was just like, I'm in the play, too. Um, and anyway, um then we had, after the play was, uh, you know, uh, d- graciously done for me, I had to have, we, um, he had these one-on-one conferences with us where he told us about uh, what he thought we should do with our lives. How, my God, how presumptuous is that? I would never, <laughs> I would never direct a college production and tell college kids what they should do with their lives. But this guy did. And he sat down with all of us and he sat down with me and, 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 he, and he was like, what do you want to do? And I was like... Well, I, I want to act and, and I want to direct and, I'm, and I was directing a lot of theater at the time and I was like, I think I want to, you know, um, I think I want to, you know, direct theater, but I think I'd like to act first. And that's kind of what he was doing. And he said, oh, no, 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 no. You should never do that. Maybe you should stage manage. Um, and so I just kind of held on to that for a really long time. And I sort of had a lot of like, fuck you, I'm going to show you kind of thing. And then... Um, I did a summer program in London at RADA, a Shakespeare program, like the next year because I still thought I should be doing this. I need to get better at this. I need to I need to force myself to love this. I need to just like, you know, just not follow any green lights and like, you know, and like, God forbid I do anything that comes natural to me. I've got to force Shakespeare into my heart and into my bones, even though I suck at it. And so we did The Winter's Tale, and it, which is by far his best play because it's so fucking weird. And it's this hybrid of these two worlds, and it's not funny or dram- – it's just this bizarro thing. And there's a bear that chases someone off stage. Yes, there's you, – you, if you – you know, we all know this if you know Shakespeare, whatever. I don't care. Um I was spent all summer working on the, the Winter's Tale, and before I had a single line, I tripped on stage and broke my arm, and I had to be taken to the emergency room. So I never got to utter a line of Shakespeare, but uh, so it was just like the universe was saying, "You're not going to do this. You should not be doing this. Stop. Just stop doing it." Um, on the other hand, it was my first time uh, ever working with professional actors and. And and seeing like there are people that were doing all different kinds of acting and it could mean a lot of different things. And it was the first time that I that actually gave myself permission to uh, to even think that I could do this with my life. Um, And so I was like, oh, thank you, universe. And thank you, Shakespeare, for showing me my limitations, what I can't do. I've since seen Mark Rylance do Twelfth Night and Judy Dench do The Winter's Tale, obviously not the production that I was in. And they were incredible, and I couldn't stop watching them. Um, and I, you know, so I was, I realized that, like, oh, good Shakespeare is amazing. It's, it's just not for me. And um, I'm thankful for that. All right, let's have a show. Hi guys! Hey, we're officially starting now. Officially, this is the official start. How exciting is that? Now we don't know what to say. Uh, (laughs) We're talking for like an hour. I know. I know. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here with the lovely Rich Fulcher and Abed Gaith. Hello, hello, gents. Hello. How's it going? Like you know that cartoon with the frog. 
He he's sings like the op- WB frog. Yeah, he sings <laughs> opera. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> my baby. Yeah, and then yes. all of a sudden, when he wants to do it in front of other people, he doesn't. He talk. clams up. Oh, I didn't know that about the WB frog. That's the way. Well, I the original that cartoon. He was just really excited to show us Hello, Felicity mama, and popular Hello. and whatever was on in he's, 1999. He's the talking about the original <laughs> from the old Looney Tunes. Oh, cartoon. from the original, yeah, the Mel yeah. Blanc days. Yeah, and then yeah. he gathers. I don't the remember. Crowd around, and then nope, the frog doesn't. He just goes ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> no, oh. it's like this. It's like. Oh, it's like a burp. He gets really nervous. I don't remember that. It's really good. I this is something, and I think I've said it. I never watched cartoons as a kid. Really, Uh, I've kind of got to go right now. I know. I wouldn't know. (laughs) I mean, I just got to leave. You're in a cartoon studio. I I know. I know. And I'm writing on a cartoon show right now. And I oh really? Which I love. I love adult cartoons. I mean, I love a cartoon that we all like now. Sure, we all do. You know. But I just as kids, I was like. I love them raunchy. <laughs> I yeah, really baby. I, the hentai. I really love all that shit. Hentai. Uh, hentai. Uh, this but, guy knows his stuff. Hentai me up. <laughs> hentai for those. No, who don't but know, I just never as a kid listened to. I never listened to. I mean, I never watched cartoons really. I loved. Uh, Sitcoms yeah. from the seventies about life in the city because oh, that was yeah. so Mary Tyler Moore. removed from my life. Yeah, and one day at a time. Did you like oh, comic yeah. books? Uh, for a short period, I like comic books in like I want to say like seventh, eighth grade. I, I liked I was Mad, really, uh, Mad, Mad. That's yeah. a comic book. Well, no, but what I'm saying is oh, humor mag, like comedy comic books. Is that what you're saying? Like, like. Uh, well, he described a humor magazine, comic <laughs> book, humor so magazine. No, I like humor Archie magazines. is a comic book. So is Spider-Man. I want to meet an adult now that says I enjoy humor magazines. <laughs> uh, I, I enjoy quips. Um, no, Mad Magazine always oh, always drove me crazy as a kid because I hated the punny names. It. They they always punny. They did a play on everybody's. It was yeah, always yeah, you know. Yeah. And I hated that because I love Saturday Night Live because they just would call it out. They would right, say, right. This is the you know. They were like, this is Michael Dukakis, and we're going to make fun of him, as opposed to, you know, Michael <laughs> Blue Block or whatever. And you're like, no, that's just dumb. Michael <laughs> I was I was a little old man, so I didn't like anything that I thought was talking down to me. So that's what I thought right. cartoons were doing. Even though cartoons are incredibly sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. I just wasn't. Well, it's I, because I didn't give they the worked day. then. But now they are. Yes. So back then you were like, But if that's... you look at now, I mean, back then you're like, there's all kinds of, you know, stuff and people talk about, like, there's political stuff and Bugs Bunny yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. But I just, I didn't see any of that. I just was like... Wizard of Oz. Oh, sure. <laughs> no, I do love the Wizard of Oz. I that's, mean, that's not a cartoon. Wonderful. That's about the gold standard. Oh, geez. What, what <laughs> yeah, Wizard yeah. of Oz did you see? Uh, uh, and there is, you know, there's some terrible cartoons of the Wizard of Oz. I, know, I actually that. love uh, Return to Oz. Oh, it's brilliant. Uh, yeah, that's oh, my that's, favorite. That's With James that... Franco? No. No, that's that awful. Oh, that's that terrible. Was that that was awful. Mila oh, Kunis and that dumb hat. Oh. What was that one called? That the monkey. The talking monkey. That was monkey. called like, some, uh, like somebody like, shoot me Finding Oz. Oz. No, it was Finding Oz. <laughs> finding Neverland? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was like Neverland and Oz God, or cares? something. I don't know. No, Return to Oz was Furzabalk. And and uh, and she <laughs> she was a little and Nicole Williamson she was a Nicole little Williamson, girl yeah yeah and uh, uh, mom from Carrie what's her name I met her uh, Piper Laurie yes Piper she's Laurie awesome she's yeah, awesome she's the best she's the fuck she's anti anti M I want to work um, with her she's anti M right yeah it's also that other and, woman Jean Marsh who is the mumby the one oh with the, the head. best the best as it's a kid, so dark it's terrified. so disturbing right? I loved it I loved it as I when I was a kid I saw that in the theaters I think it was eighty five uh huh terrified yeah. By yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she had all those heads. <laughs> Remember when she steals the key and she just goes, Dorothy Gale. Like, it's terrible. 
terrifying. Oh, it's horrifying. Why don't you two just do the podcast? <laughs> Let's oh, just oh, talk about Return Rich, of the Mod. what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Rich oh, Rich, how are you doing? He knows joke. it came out in 1984, and he's <laughs> mad about the rest of it. But do you know how the, the cartoons now for kids, they have the double tier of jokes? Oh, like right. they have references so the adults can, right. you know, keep watching. Right, and then the poop humor so the kid likes it. Yeah, yeah, they right. end with right. like a poop joke. Oh, yeah, these I know. Children I, and I, their poop jokes. I just watch these new cartoons. I, I get really kind of like exhausted. It seems like everyone's like talking fast. They're very manic, and yeah. Also, like I am obviously not a, a moralist, but when I watch cartoons now, like. There's something about the 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 characters are just like they're like really bratty. Like they all have like a lot of attitude. Yeah, and, yeah. It's like and they're uh, all like and it's just all and I'm like why do like why do we want our kids watching like yeah. this kind of shit? You're going to hell. Make them watch Return to Oz and then it'll scare the shit out of them. You want behave. kids? We want kids to be like normal, not like the biggest like you know bully in, in the well, classroom. Well, yeah, they all are like what's her name from from Full House? Like that? Like, like Michelle? The, Michelle from yeah, Full House? Just like, it's just like yeah, that's just real with fucking the annoying. with the best. <laughs> Quip possible, uh-huh. and she's smarter than the adults. She's calling the adults out on stuff. It's like, Ugh. what is placing? Don't you, hate that you, guys, you guys audition <laughs> for kids shows where you have to play uh, the adult in the show? No, no. I, I would love to, but um, it's the it's uh, the worst. And I, I've never gotten one, right? But I and but I've auditioned for many. And you like, seem like, like you'd be Disney. really good, like Disney shows, yeah. and Nickelodeon shows. Yeah. But you're always like the zookeeper, <laughs> and you come in and like the kids throw fish at your head, or oh, like geez. you work at a candy store, and then you're like they'll they'll throw you know fudge balls at you, and you get dra- like you're just the it walking like, target. You're set for life if you're in one of those things. Um, oh yeah, I mean that's the thing. Those people on those shows are just. <laughs> well, it sounds but like I'm, I'm always too. I think stands. I'm too dark. I go in there too well, mad, and I go in there like I'm I'm. God damn it. No <laughs> one better monkey. fucking throw a fish at me. We just want a dancing monkey so the kids <laughs> can laugh at be him. part of the audition is throwing dance a fish Dance monkey, at me. just dance for the kids. Well, that's well that's the that's the thing and I'm always like I I want to be in charge of this situation like I can't give up control. I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the game. You, you should you be the good the villain audition. of the kids movie. I'd like to see you as I mean, the villain. I mean I would love I would I would And love and, to and do you're it, like you're like you shouldn't slash I don't want to do it at all. I mean I would love I would love the money but I would never I would like to see you compete with the kid on the staff. The audition with oh by the way I hate kids right that exactly. usually doesn't yes uh, are we starting yeah have we, have we have begun? Be are we ready now. to go let's just fucking go <laughs> my coke dealer's outside you want me to hot. slate I'll fucking okay, slate I, yeah I'll fucking slate <laughs> hold on I gotta do some coke and then I'll be ready to go <laughs> I know oh the rage oh the rage, the rage. <sighs> now yes Abed you and I were on a very fun show oh yeah, uh, yeah. many years ago many years on ago Channel 101 called Classroom and you came on later I did I you were like were you the first episode? It was you and Mike Rose. No, I don't. Mike came on later too. I think because I feel like Tyler's, it was the same one. Um, we may have. It might have been. Yeah, it was one where I was a ballet dancer, right? Yes, and your name was Boombox. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember you were. You always carried a boombox. Yeah, and you were. <laughs> did the you student. wear a tattoo? Uh, you did wear a tattoo in that in that no, episode. I, did I? I might have. In my memory, hmm. you did. I should have, thinking yeah. about it. But yeah, that was our first time and acting this on, together. this is on Channel 101. I think they're still available. Can you watch yeah, them? Yeah. I know some of them got taken down because we were filming illegally at an at a, at a, uh, elementary school. Really? And there were kids that found it online. Really? Because it got popular, and kids oh. were like, that's our classroom. And I did we got not in know. Trouble, and they had to take a couple Plus, of them so down. So they do that? Me and Justin were so. drunk in a kid's school. <laughs> Oh, I mean, see, there you go. We drank like before every shoot, and I, I remember uh, my, there's uh, one I remember Tyler. Justin 
eating an entire chocolate cake and just letting it all fall out of his mouth and it made me laugh so hard. Wait, so oh, he you're was saying if you do a gorilla shoot or something and then somebody watches it and says, hey, you didn't have a license... You can, especially I think if it's at a school. I think they oh, have special school, because we're yeah. in their classroom. Well, you shooting. know, Tyler got clearance, so that's weird. Because I remember he he knew someone that let him do it. At the I think school. it was more like they just didn't want to deal with the hassle, so they took it down. More than like there was no like legal action taken. Well, right? well there's jokes like, about like Justin's dad having sex with him. So well, yeah, there was also that. <laughs> and I'm playing a character of indeterminate race or sex. Just equal opportunity. You were so good. I, I remember. Well, thank you. I remember. You were I, too. It was like first met you, and I was like, "This guy's amazing." Like, uh, I, I was just like blown away immediately by you. Well, and I was Mike. replacing Sarah Norton, not right. Sarah Vato, uh, who was playing a character named Lashonda. Right. And she she moved to Vegas, and so they're like, "Who can we get to play Lashonda?" <laughs> and it was they asked me to do it, which was even great stranger. choice. Great no, but, choice. I mean, you, and then the rest was Hollywood history. <laughs> by the way, uh, Sarah Norton. Buddies. Yes. She was the founder of Norton Antivirus. Yes, she was. She's done very well. She's very yeah, rich She's now. great. Uh, then she blew it all in Vegas. She said yes, She yes. put it all yeah, on she red. she put it all on red. Don't put it on red. I put know. it on black. I think I, she phoned it in, if too. If only she'd known. If only she'd known. Yeah. But I want to thank her for her contributions and getting all those horrible viruses off my laptop. <laughs> and In the <laughs> end, she did a great job. She really did. And she set you up with LaShonda. <laughs> she did. Yeah. And you, it is the end. For, it is over for her because... <laughs> Uh, or just the horrible business decisions she made on the on the blackjack table. If oh, you wow. won an Emmy for that role, would you thank her as well? Well, well of course. Yeah, First yeah. of all, <laughs> the road to an Emmy from a 2003 uh, very shoddily gorilla shot yeah, elementary school. Yeah, this is a school, hypothetical, yeah. Uh, where I'm wearing a tube top. I'm wearing a mini skirt as a tube top with my hairy gut hanging out. <laughs> And really, really tight red slacks. And a terrible wig. Terrible how, wig. Yeah, it must have been itchy all day long. Nobody's never was washed. Harry yeah. Ne- oh, really? It wasn't washed. Yeah, never washed. Well, that's funny. Like, we were all in that but class. But I would love if, I mean, I would just love to just be like, you know, thank you, Emmy, com- you know, <laughs> yeah. Committee. Thank you, Sarah Norton. Thank you, Norton Antivirus. Do you, you know, ever think things. who you would thank? If you won an award, think, think. Do you know, yeah. I mean, it's it would be it's so crazy to think about like how in that moment I I get so nervous for the people that win in those moments because you're just like you have to thank all the people on that particular show that you just did, and then all the people in your life. And this moment is so big for you and not anything and for forget, anybody else. You're gonna forget somebody. When um, Hillary Swank forgot her husband. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was I don't know if that was intentional. Oh, I'm going oh, to just a hot take on really? that. I, yeah, they weren't doing well. I think that was, how do you forget your husband, honestly? Like, honestly, that I just that is one of those things you're like, are you kidding me? But well, she like, still should thank him, When though. people say, I haven't well, really yeah. planned anything, I mean, he was with bullshit, her up until right? that point. you got to plan you've a You've got to plan ahead, and you've got to, and I think even as, like, those of us that, like, do improv, I think you should have it written down. I don't know. I mean, there's you some need people, to like, have the beats I always think, like, improv. Sarah Paulson gives an amazing speech. Like, I, I'm like, yeah. how does she... Yeah. She just gives these eloquent, incredible speeches, and, and Viola Davis, and some of these actors can give these speeches, and you're like, that was just a, that was incredible. They right. maybe have people you, write them for them. I don't know. Do but you know, think, I think a committee, just good. Do you think a committee member has ever given somebody an award just in history because of the speech? Like, oh, this person's going <laughs> to give a good, a good speech. speech. Yeah. I know in a lot of the smaller shows, they're like, this person will show up. Because I've written, <laughs> so, no, I've written for some award shows, and I'm not going to say what, uh, but they will give the award to whoever they can get to show up. I really? Know, not like Marlon Showing Brando. up is a big deal. But don't they tell you? But not you? for the Oscars or the Emmys. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares about the Emmys? They're like, yeah. 
Well, I mean, any of them. Who yeah. cares about any of them? Right. Oh, right. I care about every technical award. Every, every <laughs> one. He loves and, awards. And, yeah. You love the awards. He's What's your favorite forwards? award show, Rich? Golden Globes. Really? Oh, yeah. Because you can get drunk. drunk and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and good reactions. Like, you wouldn't get like Tommy Lee Dean Jones. Martin show. Remember the Tommy Lee Jones reaction? You wouldn't get that in the Academy Awards. Yeah, he oh, could, right. that wouldn't fly. What was his reaction? What was it? Well, he was just looking at Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig's speech. Oh, right. Oh, and he was like, he got mad at them, yeah, right? Yeah, he got he didn't really get what was pissed happening. off. He didn't know what was happening. Oh, my God. And they are the best to get at because they can... Because that's so hard to do to get up and take the piss out of an award show. That was the you see best. how that, like Ben Stiller always bombs it. Like yeah. he can't do it. He can't. Yeah. Do it. No, he's, he's and no. then like there are I a lot mean, of people that but like but Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig can get up and just be so just deranged and weird because the two of them have such like yeah, they're, crazy they're, weirdo brains. Like they're not but their chemistry is like, great too. But yeah. it's like yeah. that speech they, both they look gave. like they both look like leading comedy player like but they don't take it seriously but they don't they don't take it seriously and they both have like they're both geniuses and they know how to just like make fun of everyone in the room and everyone's like we gotta laugh at this but Tommy Lee Jones is like who are they where am I you know what's extra hard in that situation is they could have easily started to bail on it oh yeah because there was an initial confusion right (laughs) but they pressed it I know I know it was so good so so committed I know well then also like because I feel like Tommy Lee Jones that's the groundlings you guys that's yeah, groundlings. 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 There you hey, go. Shout out. Commitment. Lorraine Newman. There you go. Uh, I met her true. once. She's the greatest. <laughs> Look at this. No, I name dropper. Four times. Name dropper. Uh, quit dropping name. Uh, yeah. Come on. You, name no dropper. You dropped your name. You picked name that dropper. up. You picked that up. You dropped it. <laughs> I love shaming him for just saying I met someone. <laughs> no, he's done that to me How too. He's, he's he's shamed me because for name dropping. Because you meet someone. But I do it. But I, you know, I mean, I'll, I mean, I know Lorraine, and she's fantastic. I'll I'm jealous yeah, that you know Lorraine. She's, yeah. she's a, a delight, and, a, and I a imagine so. But Korean. you know what's funny to do, and I'll say this for the listeners, is uh, expand the name dropping to whatever. Like I went to France in the summer. Oh, name dropper! Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, exactly, exactly. It's so. Oh, look yeah. at this guy. Went it's to really France. fun. It's really fun to just th- accuse people of, or just like stop bragging when you're just like just talking <laughs> yeah. about you know your life. Oh, it must well, have it been great. Really, it's annoying, like living out here, <laughs> knowing the people that we know, and we do know people who become famous every now and then. And when you talk about people, and people shame you. But and you're like, like I, I knew like, them. But when I actually they were... know them, and yeah. I know that you may not know that I actually know them. And I'm not trying to say that I am impressed. I'm not trying to impress you, but it's no, weird. It's, it's part weirder of the world. if I say if I act like I don't know you. Right. It's right, weirder. Right. Like well, it's like what you're, you're... I'm talking about someone like the, as if I'd never like came up with them or met them or hung out with them or spent years. Well, it's being like a, you're holding you know, this jealousy. You know, yeah. you're like you're like, and, Fuck gonna, them. and now that they, some or they've crossed to some other side that now like we're separate, and I don't, and and so I can't. Ooh, talk, you know I what I mean? Like, at what point you. do you get to that <laughs> yeah. point where you're like, oh, I can no longer talk about my, you know, and yeah, so not I just, crossing that line. I don't there. apologize too much about. It. I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'll just shamelessly name drop, and I, I do it all the time on this show. Well, like, I think, I think we noticed? do it naturally now because, like you said, we know so many people. That we know it, people, and it's yeah. just part of what we do. We know so many fucking yeah, people. We know so many so famous many people. people. God. Grace Kelly. Oh, <laughs> um, oh, she's amazing. Oh. Hercule Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> Young Renner. <laughs> 
What's the other one? Tommy like, Two-Tone. Oh, my God. These oh, that's just, a good these one. These friends of ours. The lunches Mary we have. Mary Pickford. Oh, my God. Oh, She's oh so the gorgeous. dinners we have. The oh, brunches. The Astors Hubert. come over. Oh, oh the people Douglas we know. Fairbanks. What a guy. Yes, but have you ever noticed fun. this? Like, other than, say, New York, if you do as part of your act about meeting people and stuff, uh-huh. a lot of times it, it, it comes across a little bit weird. Like what? Wait, what do you mean? Like, if you d- did an act in Iowa... Uh huh. About like, oh, I went over to such and such's house, and blah blah. <laughs> right. Well, because they... they because the other thing too is it's like until you are as in in other people's eyes, it's about other people. It's not about you, but it's like in other people's eyes until you are as famous as them. Right. They they look at you as like, who do you think you are? So it, so it's like if Kevin Hart got on stage and said, you know. I went over to Will Ferrell's house or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, yeah, they know each other. They were in movies together. Right, right. But right. if it's any normal. of us know Will Ferrell and and which you know, and we say we went over to his house, people are like, okay, you're name dropping. You know what I mean? It's, it's weird. Yeah, it's about the guy accusing you perception of you. But the guy uh, accusing you is jealous. Right. So it's a way for them to be like, right. you know what? I'm going to put you and in your you place. Can, yes, and you can usually tell when someone's on the on to, to you know flip around who's doing it in order to. Impressive. Right, you know, right, there are right. people who will literally say, I was at I, Will Ferrell's house. Well, they got to cut you, you know, down somewhere. And there's way. no story there. They just want to let you know they were at Will Ferrell's house. I think but, I was thinking, too, about the UK in particular, because uh-huh. it's, so, it's kind of weird the way they don't like you to show that you're like you oh, know, it's, fancy pants. Oh, yeah. Or it's, very, it's very in English uh, you yeah. know, to not... To be not brash, but I saw I saw uh, Andy Kindler at uh, uh-huh. the, an Irish comedy festival, uh-huh. and he's amazing. He's the yeah, best. He's oh the yeah, best. He's, he's the best. Yeah, of course. and he's doing his normal like he hasn't. He hasn't changed his material at all for the Irish audiences. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he's joking about Robin Williams, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, he's not getting a big reaction. He goes, look, people, I don't have 30 minutes of hurling material. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love it. Well, That's and, great. And, but uh, um, also in the UK, they have a very different relationship with actors there because they have a lot of respect for actors. They knight them. They give, you know. They, I know. You know but... Actors are, 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 I love their relationship with actors there because actors are also kind of middle class there. Like they get paid very well. But, but you look at Anthony Hopkins and Helen Mirren are always the example. Like they do every job that comes their way, whether it's good, bad, whatever. They're working. Michael they're Kane. Michael Kane, absolutely. He's going to do Jaws the Revenge. He didn't, accept, <laughs> he didn't accept his Oscar for Hannah and her sisters, which he's so brilliant in. Because he was on location shooting Jaws the Revenge. I love he's that like, movie. He has a, I have a job. Why would I like <laughs> get out Jaws of a job Revenge. to go to the Oscars? Because that's the English attitude. Yeah, so they yeah. don't look at they have the royals. They have their you know, that, those are their stars. They're working. And so their 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 greatest actors are just there to be like, and they'll do an episode of TV or they'll or they'll do an advert on the telly. <laughs> and you know, and they, they don't think of it like, oh, I'm beyond that in my career, or I'm all about the red carpet and all that other. I really like especially if yeah. you Oh, go ahead. No, you first. If you have that depression era mentality, uh-huh. like yeah. my next yes. job is going to go away. Well, and we all should have that depression era mentality because that's how I we, have it every day. That's how we live, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. we do. It, it keeps you um, kind of like you're you're, you're going to push harder. Yes, th- than everyone else. Someone, push it. Someone told me push it. He's like, I don't cast you because you're too desperate. And then I was like, That's <laughs> oh. that's horrible to say because like. Uh, you know, I always think when I do something, I put my all into it. Right. You know, and then I want, th- like, this is my last this job. This is what you good. do. You go, well, 
actually, I don't want the part. And then they go, they go you're wait, hired. You're hired. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah. looking for. It's exactly what I but want. There Here's the contract. About, for me, the more you do it, the busier you are, the less imp- important you make everything. And you can go into things like with less... Because, I mean, I get it. I've done, I've blown things because I've also maybe been too desperate or I've wanted it too much. I walk in and I'm like, this is my dream job and I have to do this. Oh, I flubbed the first word. Oh, crap. Oh, God, I'm talking. I'm talking right now. What am I doing? I'm in my head. I don't know. They hate me and this isn't going well and goodbye. And then I leave and I'm like, that was horrible. Right. Because I cared about it too much. And when you're busy doing all these other things, you kind of look at it as one more thing. Yeah, yeah. And And it's more of a chore. And there is, it's the hardest job because uh, you have to care less yeah, in order to yeah. Like, especially you know, voiceover I, I auditioned yeah. oh, yeah. for Twin Peaks I don't know if I'm supposed to talk you did oh my yes. god oh, I didn't I tell it. you I'm mad jelly you had to sign oh, an NDA, wow. but it was yeah. just you can but, do that now because the show's already done yeah, yeah. but it, the weird thing was it wasn't like an audition audition it was like talk to the casting director uh huh like have a conversation oh what's her name Jonah Ray I don't know Joanna Ray Not jo- <laughs> Jonah Ray Wait, Jonah Ray is, is casting? casting Twin Peaks now wow. I'm real now, number one, I'm mad that I wasn't called in, Jonah. Number gonna, two, congrats on all, I mean, on top of your, you know, you know insane that career, uh, you're also casting. But it's like, they, you know, it's like, um, uh, we're just talking normally, and right. I'm like, should I start talking weird? Should I, like, yeah, have, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, have yeah, a expectation, or I think pretend they I'm, like, one nuts. of the characters? Like, no, like, what are you, nuts? This I is think they really just want to get a sense of who you are. I mean, because I know Christopher Guest cast that way as well apparently he just kind of takes you to lunch and you kind of don't realize you're like really? oh I'm auditioning now yeah I mean that's better which is I think it is better yeah because I'm you at want that the point personality like, you don't at this want point, like, the you fakeness know, is getting old and, and like the whole performance thing is, and they want to they want to build something around your personality and the uniqueness of you versus like can you deliver these lines I mean and can you depends fit on what the material is but I get for like a David Lynch thing he would just want to see like you know do you like can I Rich Vulture let I me you see you do your but thing I would think that um, he'd want to yeah Rich no. Vulture yeah. have in. you ever been in the like those social auditions like Christopher Guest right and it's going really oh, well yeah. and you yeah. You think, I want it to end right now because it's gone really well. And then I'm going to fuck it up somehow. Yeah, and then you're like, do you have any string cheese? Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I just, I get very serious. Like, I get, I'm not, because I used to get desperate and try to be funny, and it was not how I'm funny. And so I was just, and I would clam up and just be some weird desperate amalgamation of just nerves and and trash and so I just now I get very real just very so I just don't think I'm that necessarily interesting sometimes when I'm in those situations yeah but it sounds like you've evolved yeah, I like, had to at least for my own sanity. I right, don't know if it right, helps right. get a job, but at least I'm just like you're hired. When I meet people, I'm not going to be like right, 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 because it's just like oh my god, that's so not my nature. That's not who I am. Yeah, and it's just going to have to come through, you know. But sometimes I'm just like oh, I'm just I don't know. Is like who are we? And 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 also when you come up in like the world of doing crazy characters and doing improv, and you sort of hide behind your wigs and glasses, and then you're like oh, I have to be me and something and you know, yeah, I've that. gotta be me. Isn't it great? Now, you guys have a podcast uh, called Gone Riffin. Yeah, we do. Oh, finally, we're talking about finally. it. Finally. Oh, when is he going to get to a podcast? podcast? Uh, Enough with yeah. this audition so shit. Go. <laughs> so what is, what is the show? Uh, well, 
It's hello. Tell the story. What story? We did this about 2011. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, I, yeah. When yeah. podcasts were young, when I was in working on, yeah. I was working on Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, I love that you worked on Honey Boo. Oh no, it wasn't we, fun. Uh, we, I can't imagine. It just you, to you, do it, give it a chance. You can imagine. Just They're lovely have, people. Just to have some fun. Yeah. And then w- it, it did pretty well. And then we didn't keep it up because I well, went to the UK. Uh, and then the weird thing is, well, like, uh, we had uh, fans uh, in Australia. Uh-huh. And because of Rich, you know, all these fans of, of his work were, were, were listening to it. We were shocked that it got all the way over there. And, uh, yeah. I wasn't. Well, I was. <laughs> I'm shocked Have anything does good. Technology? Because well, if technology. you listen to it, uh, Drew, it's just bullshit. It's just us just talking about random shit. But it's called, God, and that's what it is. It's yes, it's that's yeah. what we're doing right now. And, yeah. And, um, yes. Yes. Exactly. Right. That's what this is, too. Right. So. And I We're think, you know, I just format. think that, no, <laughs> yeah, because I invented uh, chat. Um, He's going to sue us right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My lawyers are chomping at the door. Can't wait to talk to you. <laughs> um, no, I think it's and also there's a thing where people like to when they like your work, they want to just kind of get to know you this way. Yeah. Yeah. And my favorite, you know, I love that people are like, you know, can listen to my show every week and feel like. We get to like catch up and hang out when they say when they said they listen to it. And because some weeks, you know, I, I feel I find like, oh, my God, we really like solve the world's problems. And I feel really like yeah, other yeah. weeks. I'm like, oh, we just talked a lot about drinking today or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like, I, I love I just, that. So of not putting any expectation on it is like makes it so much more at least fun for me to do. And it, it has to translate that way for people to listen. Because uh, I think part of why we like it is we're um, trying to do away with the formalities of, hi, I'm here with, right. blah, you know, yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, tell yeah, me what exactly. you've worked on. So even when yeah, we no, have a guest on shit. it, they just become part of the whole, right. like this. But, um, yeah, but it's called Gone Riffin. Uh-huh. Uh, we just <laughs> got, and, well, so then we stopped because he moved to England, back to England. Name then, dropper. Name dropper. <laughs> About me. About oh, me. he got me. Gotcha. Well, look, and then um, and then he, he came back, and then we did it again. like For a little bit, and then it was bit. still too hard because I'm... Yeah. I'm kind of in the hinterlands, and it right. was just hard. And then we went, you know, f- feral. Feral yeah. came by. Came by. They gave us well, a shot. Yeah. yeah. The Feral family. Yeah. Well, that's how that's with me with with Feral as well because I was doing my first podcast in in 2011, 2012. Oh, oh we're like the garbage. We're 2011 ers. 2011 ers. Yeah. 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 We went back in 2011. The we win. Age. Fuck when those most 2012 were not born. It was it was a very <laughs> very bizarre time. Uh, pants were in. Uh, <laughs> they all uh, had horses. cable. <laughs> Everybody had horses. Everybody in had horses. Everyone loved radio. Oh, I know. I, I was so sad. I had they to gathered put, around the old. I had radio. to put my down my my down horse. That's what I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> Everybody owned a tomcat, but I wanted to do mine forever. And then finally, what is it? It was like five years later. I yeah, picked right. it back up again and did it here. What so, made yeah. you do that? Uh, literally, I just got busier, and I would you know, and it's when you when you're not doing it. You kind of say, "I got it. I should get around to do that," and you and you just don't, and you let time go by. Yeah. And then your next thing, you know, five years has gone by, and finally, Dustin, who was at Earwolf and you know started Feral, yeah, who would all, God, every time I hate Dustin, the worst. I mean, oh, isn't he stupid? Yeah. Dust that guy off already. Oh, this will be cut out. This will all be cut out. This is just, you won't ever. He's hear so Dustin's dusty. The I don't understand. But I kept running into him, pers- you know, socially. Yeah. 
Um, and he was like, "We got to do the, we got to do your show, we got to do your show." And so then finally, please we got don't together. talk so loud in the opium den. And uh, I know they're like, <laughs> "Stop screaming!" People are trying to not. No off. one knows my name here. Stop and, it! Um, I'm a businessman. <laughs> Wait, so did he already know about your podcast? Yeah, we worked together at Earwolf. Oh, okay. On the okay. other one. Oh, you I can't see. say um, that. And so I know, we, I know, it's very, it's very rude to talk of other of other uh, networks. Oh, know, yeah, I, yeah. I love screw them. them. It's like so, ABC hates NBC. That that's like, true. Yeah. They w- n- they will have yeah. nothing to do with each yeah. other. They have uh, NBC not, doesn't hate ABC so much, but ABC does. hate Oh, ABC's NBC. so mad. They're Why? very mad. They're mad yeah. at everyone. <laughs> NBC's winning. You know, NBC's winning everything. Winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I don't know because I don't, I don't watch. Know if that's true. I don't keep in keep but, up to date. Uh, but. but everyone's mad. I if you look at the, the past, yeah. yeah. This is a. You just said mad, so I have kind of a revelation. Oh. I was thinking about. About what? The, the uh, other day. is uh, Hate's a strong word, right? Yes. With people. Like, yeah. I don't oh, really God, hate, don't say that. I don't really hate <laughs> a lot of people, but the ones that I dislike, I was thinking about, and they're actually people that are kind of like me. Have oh. you noticed that? Like, like somebody, I was, the other day, I was going, God, that guy's lazy. That stupid uh, guy's lazy. I'm yes. lazy. Yes. That's <laughs> you why know, I don't so like true. that person. There are things about us that we see in other people that make us crazy. Yeah, yeah. And we, I mean, I'm a know-it-all and I hate seeing I hate that know-it-alls. Um, I can be, I have to sort of dominate a conversation and I, and it takes a really special person for me to like give a conversation up. Oh yeah. Else. Yeah. I'm the same way. Cause I think that person is not saying anything interesting. So I try to like, and, and yeah. I just, it's my own. I know. No, you're right. We have a thing in ourselves. And I do think it's a lot of like parents issues with their children because they see themselves in their kids and they're like, Oh, I hate that about myself. And now right. you're doing it. Yeah. Yes. And, y'all, 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 uh, you know, kids. See their parents and like I'm never gonna be you and that you know it's it's that sort of struggle because there's something in you innately that you're like we're the same and I don't like that thing about about you me. you talked about that on your last show oh uh, am I copying about something? the parents and, and oh yeah 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 like yeah. their Mentors bad qualities just carrying over to the kid yes yeah yes or you just and, swing too far the other way right and that's dude that's I am the perfect amalgamation of my parents <laughs> no. name yeah. dropper name show yeah. you've got parents yeah yeah, yes. yeah. right I'll look at you and your parents you must what, be happy. So what are your parents that? like what are your parents like what? Abed. what what are my parents like? Yeah. Well, my mom is the nerdy, reedy, sci-fi person. My uh-huh. dad is the funny Bill Cosby like. Well, not can't say Cosby. Right. No, not wow. in that way. Wow, you went there. <laughs> I, I get mean, it. He's like the jovial, happy <laughs> dad sure, that's, sure, that's sure, joking sure. with everybody. Yeah. Sure. And so his people skills are what I got. My mom doesn't like people. She's uh-huh. like a shut-in. So okay. I'm a little bit of both. You you it. like to talk and be with people. But you also Not need all the time. your space. Yes, my yes. space is important. To watch all the episodes of Frasier. That's right. I love Frasier. <laughs> you do? Hell yeah. That's a great show. No, I mean... I, you watched like I've all 11 seasons. I did. Wow. I, I had all this time. But I, wow. I love... like I, I watched Mary Tyler Moore recently. Uh-huh. I tried to go through Classic. all these sitcoms I've never seen. But yeah, you because... would masturbate to Frasier, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, I, uh, I kind of <laughs> had a crush on the boss, but it's a whole other story. Okay, yeah, hey, it's sorry. a whole other podcast. Enjoy it. Enjoy, yeah, the, yeah. enjoy the crush. Something about enjoy her, the, ride. the way she dominated everybody was very exciting and attractive. Was it Jane Leaves? No, she's attractive, but the boss, the one that had the Harry Gilpin, boy. yes. Okay. There's so, there was something about her that was very sexy, but nobody sure. else found her as attractive as me. I'm weird. I like weird. No, stuff. I think people found Perry Gilpin attractive. I think you would, if you asked people, yeah, I think she yeah. would, she would be considered an attractive person. I don't know what it is. It's like her with personality. a name that sounds like shampoo. <laughs> um, and Fraser never like really got with her. 
you know, um, like, and, and I always thought like he he's missing something. Like she well, seems I can perfect. Never, for him. I mean, you know, Fraser Crane. I just can never imagine any sort of like, you know, physical relationship. I mean, he, right. to me, it's like he and Lilith from Cheers were just perfect because you're just like right. Lilith. They just they were just so cold. <laughs> yeah. I love Lilith. Cerebral. I, one know. of my favorite characters in TV was I know. Lilith. Is it yeah, Beeb? Or baby, uh, BB, BB, like BB's kids. I would love it if her name was Beeb Newer. Beeb, I'm Beeb Newer. I mean, it's that would be fun. My cousin's hey, say hi to Beeb over here. Huh? My cousin's nickname was Beeb. Beeb, put the drink down lying. and come over here. Beeb's always drinking. Beeb Newer. Hi, Beeb Newerth. Oh, that's hilarious. Beeb, put down the crack pipe and come over here. <laughs> That, well, when you beep. say leave a message after the beep, she she's like, someone talking she's to me? She's like, is it me? me? Wait, me? Uh, um, yeah. Okay. I want to hear stories from you guys. I want to hear, like, I'm gonna tell me something. What? This is oh, all, man. Here's, uh, the, who wants to go here's first? the fun part. Well, Great. Rich, do you, want, do you have a story? No, you go ahead. You sound like you have a story. No, I ha- had a revelation. Oh, great. I'll take that. No, that was that. That was what? <laughs> that that one had a thing. That B.B. Newert's name yeah. is pronounced B.B., not Beeb. Yeah. Well, uh, that's certainly I'm minor. Spent. That's no, pretty funny. Uh, no, uh, I'll bet you go ahead. Uh, what? Yeah. Okay. I guess I guess one of us has to go or we'll be here all day. Yeah. Uh, no, that's how it works. Well, you know, I, yeah. I, I had like a few stories and I was like actually listening to my friend's old podcast to see if I'd told them before. Oh, okay. Oh, that's so nice because, of you. Oh, well, because I used to go on their show like I a lot. I you did that. Yeah. They would have like Abed Corner and I would go on and just tell them my tales and oh, I like love that. I was like worried. he's got a lot and of what, tales and what show was that uh, Grandma's Virginity okay with Justin and oh Ryan. right of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. yeah and that he was on it too I was but, Mr. Scoops right right hey guys I got a scoop for you um, <laughs> but so I guess like because the thing is is like I've had some crazy things happen to me as an adult but uh, I was like, you know, I really did have a nutty childhood, like mm-hmm. a very oh. nutty childhood. So I was Here thinking, it comes. Here where it did comes. you grow up? I grew up in Modesto, which is up north. Oh yeah, sure. Central sure. Valley. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And known for its walnuts. Yes, and uh, Timothy Oliphant went to my high school. Oh, there yeah, you go. and uh, Hawkeye. What's he's that guy's lovely. name? He's lovely. I've met Timothy Oliphant. If we're gonna name drop, I got to do a reading with him, and he was he's awesome. He's lovely. good. Great actor. He's very talented, and he was very very sweet. I love apples. Yeah. He loves apples. He loves. Uh, see, you know, Tim. Yeah, yeah. From Apple Country, Nature's Toothbrush, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Hey, do you got an apple? I need to brush my tooth. All okay, right. great. Uh, so anyway, uh, basically, now there was two stories I could choose from. One I, I didn't pick just because it's a little bit crazy. I attacked my aunt, me and my cousins. Why? And, well, they she, can be quick. They they kept us. Uh, you locked can't up. just dangle that and go. Okay, yeah, uh, we've yeah. all attacked our well, aunts. I, Moving got, on. So so and sex with a corpse. And the other one I wanted to tell. Well, <laughs> the other one was just about apples. Uh, well, basically, like we got in trouble because we were talking all night. We were supposed to sleep. I grew up, and we were all cousins, and we all uh, we would visit my cousins, and there was like twelve of us. Maybe all in a row. Oh man! No, no. There was the <laughs> girls and the boys were separate, uh-huh. and the girls always kissed ass to the my mom and my aunt, and they got all this special treatment. Uh-huh. And we were so pissed because we were talking all night, and the parents are like, "That's it. You're not seeing toys with Robin Williams tomorrow." <laughs> and I was like, "This is when it happened." And you I realized very, what a treasure, uh, what a present that is. I know. I was like, that. "Oh, that movie with <laughs> he's like got all the toys." Like, oh my a god! Blessing. Yeah, yeah, we were actually the lucky ones. Yeah. So um, we were so pissed because the girls got to go and so the oh, next day my aunt makes us all I guess I am telling the story yeah. my aunt makes us all clean the house 
Like we're a bunch of slaves. Uh-huh. So we're all just like all the boys had to clean the house while the girls went. Girls and saw went toys. and saw toys with my mom. Well, and I was like, like Mom, what? And, and, I, sounds like on. that Gordon Ramsay show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that. Right, clean the house. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. You better oh, clean oh, the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell's Kitchen. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like that. Losers! How dare you? But um, I worked for him too uh, on his show on Hell's Kitchen. Uh, dropping, another story. Dropping names. Oh my god. No, that's more like job <laughs> dropping. Uh, so we so we were cleaning the house and we were just grumbling the whole time like shuffling our feet I mean uh, dragging our feet really pissed doing a shitty job so she's yelling at us she also used to take her shoe her shoe off and chase us oh my god now, these like are Muslim Chef. yeah these are Muslim like families so it's very disciplined uh-huh. and you can't fuck around you know the the, the moms go crazy and hit yes, you yes. Uh, my aunt would hit me which mm-hmm. I thought wasn't what? right uh, yeah, so yeah, anyway yeah. Uh, Auntie Ryda so, only so basically, mom hit you Ryda and so it had a cool name by the way mm-hmm. so we were all cleaning up and her son, my cousin, now he is the black sheep. He's the guy that like gets everybody in trouble. He's tr- is he older than you? No, he's younger. Oh, okay. Uh, but he was just like... This he's is- not the Teflon. <laughs> no, he doesn't put up with shit. But he was like the whole time going like, man, fuck this. I, he didn't say that for it. But he's like, this is bullshit. We have to clean up. They get to go to the movies. I'm so mad. He got us all riled up. So we all gather in his now, bedroom. how old were you at this time? I must have been 12 or okay. 11. Okay. He wasn't and, uh, born he was, yet. He was, he was like, <laughs> so he was like nine? and or Yeah, something. yeah. And he oh, was wow. tougher than me. He could beat me up. I mean, he okay. was like a tough kid. No, sure. Well, when he used to get spanked, he would laugh. Which I thought was wow. scary. I'm wow, like, that's he, terrifying. It's like he enjoys the pain. That's yes. Dahmer did and, uh, that. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. But it was I've a laugh that was like evil, like ha ha ha. Yeah, like more. You know, oh, like wow. or maybe oh, he was. That's into a pain. sign of something. Of, yeah, of a sure. fetish. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, he's like a super nice guy now. He's like completely. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. I wow. saw him at a wedding and he was super nice. Anyway. He runs a slaughterhouse. But he's a gentleman. So then we we all come up with this plan. We are gonna throw a blanket over my aunt when she comes into the oh room God, I love and shove her in a closet and we're yes. gonna take off <laughs> and so like cause we're all we're all in the room hiding and then she's just like where are you kids work's not getting done so she like storms in my cousin is behind the door so I throw the blanket over her now he's got a plastic bat one of those goofy oh, man. remember the large oh, red ones oh, and he starts whacking her behind the head I don't oh, just, God. yeah like just whack whack and he's laughing like yes yes we win and then like we shove her in the closet she's screaming wait was oh, it your idea to put God. the blanket or did he tell you no to? he's like we throw the blanket it over, he we shove her in the closet, the but then he, we didn't the know The real he had a, story is Albert's running the whole thing. Blaming it on the nine-year-old. Listen, you like asshole, evil. get behind the yeah. door and yeah, whack her. Do it. I was always okay. the kid they looked up to, but I wasn't like the ringleader of like of trouble. Like I never would like say. So that, okay, so what happened? Like the, so, then we shove her. In the, she's in the closet screaming. She's screaming and like, I'm gonna get you, kids. Here's the thing. She's a grown woman. Did she not know that she could just get out from under the blanket, or did she just panic? Well, I mean, I think it was. She did not see that coming. You know, right. it's like it was all surprise. <laughs> and my cousin's hitting her with the bat, so she's like disoriented. That's really bad. You don't. Yeah, hit, yeah, yeah. No, you well, don't it was a it. plastic bat, but, but still, that's yeah. called a blanket party, and that can cause a lot of problems. <laughs> People can have party. Trouble. Yeah, blanket party, blanket. Sure. I haven't party. been to those parties. 
parties. Oh, yeah. Uh, so thing. Annette Funicello would have those. Oh, she had so much fun. The blanket was Tommy on the ground. Stevens. Oh, God. Tommy, Kirk. And Paul Lind. Oh, sure. Isn't Paul Lind was there. <laughs> Everyone's just dancing in one spot. As the drunk gay professor. <laughs> Put the blanket on me. <laughs> All right. cold, too. Time for the plastic bat. All right. Uh, but, yeah, so she was in the closet, and we all took off running. I've never been more terrified in my life. It was like I could hear the monster in the other room screaming. Oh, wow. Like, I'm going to kill you, kids! Oh, so she and, was mad? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I thought she was going to go, we well done. Oh, well done. This, this, this insane Middle Eastern abusive <laughs> aunt? Absolutely not. You have beaten the master. <laughs> no, no she thinks the, devil, the devil's gotten in you. And no, no. Time to, yeah. She's going to regulate. But yeah. we, we scurried in all directions. Like, uh-huh. my brother, he ran up a tree out in the backyard. <laughs> uh, one of my cousins went Bad on the idea. roof. My cousin, yeah. the smart one that orchestrated it, he grabbed his bike. So me and him, oh, so he he's was like, really, he was he's the like, one to know. He yeah, was he's like, then jump on my you. bike. We're gonna, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. And I was like, yeah, let's go. And so she's like running out, just screaming. And I remember seeing like, you know, it's like that whole Vietnam thing. No one left behind. We left everyone behind. <laughs> Like we we completely scattered. This was the Vietnam of Modesto. <laughs> it was yeah. Nineteen ninety five. talking about it. We split. Yes. I must have been ninety three or ninety four. Anyway, so we split, and then uh, uh uh I mean I heard about this later, but I heard about my brother in the tree, and then my aunt's going, "You got to come down sometime. You're gonna have to go to the bathroom." So what happened to you guys? What, what, well, so we me and my cousin we we ran. We just took off. My my uncle owned like a liquor store, so we went there, and we just hid in the back. And you never came back. Well. Well, uh, never saw your I don't know what happened to those other guys. I know my brother you're was stuck in a tree. You're reaching out on this show. Yeah, I, I just know that... Right, um, if you're listening, I remember really a phone sorry. call. And then my uncle comes back and he's like, you guys, like, you're in trouble in Arabic. Whatever that sounds like. Uh-huh. It's like and then Klingon. Uh-huh. He goes, uh-huh. um, yeah. He goes, they were like Klingon. Seriously, though, great job. Uh, see, now you can say that. You can say those. You can make those kind of crass jokes. Right, I can't. Rich and I try to say that. Yeah. We're, no. we're somehow I'm wrong. Out. I can only Offended. make fun. Offended. Of, Life is I, just too hard I can for only us make whites. Fun of I'll allow you guys on this podcast <laughs> to say whatever you want because it's free reign. What? I'm allowing it. I'm allowing oh. it. I'm you like will, the, but the world, the, no. the listeners out there. Never. How okay, dare so, you? So did you and your aunt ever, like, uh, you know, make I think she calmed and, down. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, this is just another day in the life of, uh-huh. of my life with my cousins. Yeah. She she calmed down. I think she she ground, my mom grounded us. We got in trouble. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we were at the store and we were caught. So she just came and picked us up. Mm-hmm. But it's like she had calmed down. I think she got all of her hitting out with my brother and my other cousin mm-hmm. like pretty much beat the shit out of those oh, two. Oh, so her arms so, are tired. So and... we got away. <laughs> She's like, I'm too tired to beat you. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we escaped. So, I mean, everything went back to normal, reset and that stuff. And uh, yeah, and uh, but I just remember like that was crazy. And and I didn't mm-hmm. realize that it was so crazy till in third grade I went out, um, I won this contest so we got to eat at Carl's Jr. And I was with <laughs> wait, my... Wait, wait a minute. What, <laughs> what, what a contest. What? Wonderful contest. I want to know about this. Your prize was getting to eat Carl's. It was an essay about (laughs) um, how you hit your aunt. So my. (laughs) (laughs) What was this? What was this contest? It was sixth grade, and I think there was a contest. Like whoever got the the highest score on this test got to go to Carl's Jr. with the teacher. You got to take. What was the test? That sounds hard. I don't remember. (laughs) I'd be like, I'll take a good B on this test because I don't want to go to Carl's Jr. with my teacher. They were amazing. (laughs) They had hot dogs. Weird grilled chicken sandwich. Awkward like, oh, I used to love it. It's just me and my teacher. I think he made his select 
picked which place and we chose Carl's Jr. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mr. Presto. Uh, to go, please. Yeah. <laughs> and his name was Mr. Presto, so it was like, Presto! Oh, wow. Like he made Presto Changeo! He made stuff happen. Okay. And so we went there, and then that's when I realized telling the story to him uh-huh. that it wasn't normal. Presto oh, Pino! Right. Yeah, right. that he was like... Well, that's the thing. When you grow up when you grow up with your the family and the world that you're in, that is just what normal looks like. And then it takes telling other people... Right. You know, to be like, oh, wait, did other people not do that? No, but it they takes- were like... For me, like, growing up, like, my dad on Saturday mornings would just do characters constantly. He would just be what? in and out of characters. Right. And he would... And my brother and I would request different characters, and he would just jump in and out of characters. <laughs> Mr. Salty! Make, yeah, I mean, it was literally... And they were all incredibly offensive, and they were, wow. none of them could be put on Do TV. Mr. Slicko! And, uh, <laughs> Mr. Slicko. It's great because... And some of them were women. Like, I, I just... So, from an early age, I was like, oh, that's just what families do. And then, you know, to find out that other people would, like, go outside and throw football. Like, I'm like, I never did <laughs> that with my father. Uh, I never had a moment of, like, anything athletic. It was anything, all, like, and thank God. Thank God. But, no, like, it made you who me, you are. like, I just never thought about it. Like, I, it took other people kind of saying, yeah, no, nobody else's dad is, like, jumping in and out of these crazy, you know. And, I, and I'm so grateful for it now. But it's like, you know, yeah, what you're... And then there are other, like, weird fights that you have with your family. And then you yeah. just don't realize that, oh, yeah, that's just the... That's you know what? Crazy. It takes watching yeah. sitcoms to learn that you're not like other families. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I learned that I'm What's, just like those families. <laughs> what, what was? What would you say is the, <laughs> the, the sitcom that was the most like your family? Ah, uh, I don't house. have an answer to that. Full house. Oh, that's really? Good. Well, yeah, because like we had, I, I had three aunts and some okay. three uncles. Okay. Oh. And, um, was one, no, of, them sorry, that, was two one of them a neat freak, and the other like loved one, Elvis, and the other one was <laughs> wacky. No, I mean one was like completely <laughs> materialistic, and she loved a. 80s uh, style and the other one was the one with the shoe chasing us around that we ambushed and it's like they were sort of like my other moms Uh and then we were just a bunch of kids all hanging out and doing crazy shit so when we saw Full House we really related Yeah, we're like yeah that's like us did you watch it? yeah Okay. But I mean, it's bad now. <laughs> it's, it's it's terrible really now. It's really hard to watch. Yeah, but it's actually like Fuller House. It's now actually that's, like it's bizarre. No, that's it's it's almost like performance art. When yeah, you watch it. Yeah, it's like this is not how people ever behave. No, at there's all. everything is so tightly, way. perfectly wrapped up. That's why I was, you know, the Brady Bunch to me was like, oh my god, they're acting. Everything's perfect. Yeah. Oh, it's just weird. It's wow. Really wow. Da- the dad's not an alcoholic. But it was bizarre. What would you say, Rich? What would you say? Like growing up, if you what what show would you say oh, you maybe God. related to the most? It was it would be about uh, a strict dad, uh huh, and uh, a mom who uh, was strict. Okay, <laughs> that sounds like a like, so, a, like a like a drama. Little so. no, my dad was the one that was quiet, didn't talk too much. Uh-huh. And my mom was more talkative. So uh-huh. maybe major dad. Major, my dad, dad was in the oh, air okay. force. Okay, okay, I can see, I that. Mean, I, I can see I, that. I remember yeah. major dad. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think to to copy your Gerald McCraney, I think that weirdly. I would say designing women on a really odd oh. way. Not that I was ah. raised by four women, but my mom was an interior designer. My dad worked in furniture. That it was Atlanta. It was a. I'm from North Carolina. You worked inside furniture. We worked inside <laughs> furniture. Yeah, but we that's the, the furniture capital of the. North World. Carolina is, yeah. yes. Yeah, high point, yes. So he was a big roller. High uh, roller. Oh, oh, the, he worked for Lazy Boy. Yes. Oh, Should wow. everyone, should everyone so, go to High Point? Oh, it's the greatest yeah. place in the world. Oh, yeah, I was wondering what all those Lazy year, Boys were doing it's out there. The, well, you know, the international 
furniture market. I mean, the international furniture market is in high point, North Carolina. They do, they do, they do a lot Japan, of sin. Germany, everywhere. They, they is come there like to that. Uh, like the latest furniture, like cars? You know, like yeah, the latest there is design? actually. Yeah, totally. Oh, oh, well, wow. you know, when you look at furniture, right that's like you know, then you look at stuff and you go, oh, that's so eighties. I'm working on a show now, and I walked in, and I was like, this looks like the set of Ruthless People, and they're like, that was their inspiration of that eighties no. modern cruel furniture that you couldn't. Really yeah. Sit on. Oh, I love that. Remember shit. that? And that yeah. Movie? So yeah, there's furniture that goes through trends and styles. Just yeah. Like cars then there was and that fashion. movie High Point Blank. What was that? The I don't John know that. Cusack movie? Gross oh, Point God. Blank. Oh, Gross, Gross Point. Point. Okay. Nothing yeah. to do with that. Right. Never mind. That's about He's just naming Illinois. movies. That was just Not at uh, all. He saw uh, it last night. Throw away. But, yeah. Well, Rich, <laughs> I want to hear uh, um, a story, a revelation for me. Okay, well, this is sort of the... Uh, my dad was in the Air Force, so I grew up on Air Force bases. Uh-huh. So... You had to go. It, it, what was weird is you would have friends, right? And then years later, you'd go off and you'd go your separate ways. Like every two years, I would move. Oh, oh right. And, yeah. and so years later, you would meet the same people. Like years later, you'd be stationed at another oh, base. Wow. Yeah. But so then like you may not. But, but years may go by because you because everybody's on different schedules, right? So like you might see somebody, like. You know, ten years later, right? Or, or yeah, 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 right. absolutely. That's so crazy because it was like this sort of rotating um, shish kebab uh-huh. uh, or lazy <laughs> Susan of bases you would go to. Right. We just went in the U.S. for some reason. So we went when I was little. We were in Massachusetts, uh-huh. and then we went to Tucson, Arizona. Okay. And so apparently, it was so flat that. In Tucson, that I didn't, I had no idea about flat. So when, uh, so when we were uh, unloading the moving van, Mm -hmm. I took my tricycle and I just started going. (laughs) Oh, and because it was flat, and I didn't know. I was like four. Wow. Right, and so you just didn't realize distance, and you didn't know that like you're going a really far distance. Yeah, it just it didn't look like you were getting. And and know. my parents were That's just amazing. you know they were busy moving and stuff and they didn't notice me. So you were gone. So I you... went all the way to the main gate. Oh my god! Wow, yeah. those bases are huge. But I mean, you think about you yeah. think about now, parents like right. Where is he in the bathroom? Right. Is he in the bathroom? I, I know, I know. And then they, you were just allowed to do. Now you said now what way were they strict other than just being military and about rules? Well, I think part of it was, and this took me longer to get involved in performing uh-huh. was my dad was about there's no degree that's worth anything unless it's like a BS degree. Okay, so like it has BA? to be practical. Practical. No, BS. Oh. Computers. Like, like it's gotta be oh, like oh, engineering oh. or... I see. You know, Are you translating for him? Yes. Yeah, thank <laughs> yes. you. I, well, I didn't know that BS was a... Th- okay. Oh, yeah, Bachelor of Science. Oh, Bachelor of Science. Versus Bachelor of Arts. Okay. So, I, you know, when I went to schools, like, I had to be... Oh, I thought... I, I sort of did it to please to be a computer mm-hmm. major, which I absolutely hated. Oh, I, wow. I did not... Were you good at computers? No. Oh, wow. I was not good at it. Oh, wow. It was programming. Uh-huh. Was and I didn't get... It's one of those things, you know, how you don't get something... I didn't get it. Yeah, no, I can't imagine. That would be that well, this would be was my like hell if I had to be a computer programmer. Like personal computers, so they were more big and clunky and 
Build, build yeah, rooms, and they had right? a crank, they had right? crank it up. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all about, you know, same thing with coding now. Writing, it's like, yeah, uh, yeah I just can't do gibberish. that. Gibberish. No yeah, way, it's no just way. Like, it's just seems, it seems maddening. Gobbledygook. Well, and it's also just like not how we're wired. Like we, I mean, we literally don't yeah. know. We just can't do that. Whereas like the thing that we do is is a very bizarre thing for most people to look at and go, how do you do that? And what do you do? And yeah, right. what is that? Like, how do you make money? Well, there is a real fear as a, <laughs> as a parent for being like, oh, you're going to go off and just, like, make jokes for a living or whatever. Like, that just doesn't seem at all No, no, no. And they safe. don't understand the minutiae of the career. Like, if yeah. you say a pilot, they don't know. Right. But if you get a Clairol national commercial... They oh. go, I saw you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was then, watching then it's all about what they see. It's all about what they see. And then yeah, they yeah, go, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. now I understand. Right. You know what, what gets me about my mom now is she'll go, that Jack Nicholson hasn't been doing much lately. <laughs> go, no, he's, a, he's doing loads of things. He's doing loads of things. Also, he doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> so he does whatever he wants. Yeah. He can go play golf and, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's, year olds that's all day, the same and it doesn't matter. as being in the care. movie. So unless you're like on TV constantly, right. you're not right. worth right. your soul. Yeah. Rich, are you doing so all right? actors now that are on these shows. There's so many TV shows now and all these things that they're actors that go away in my mind. And I'll be like, what have they been doing? I just saw this amazing, and I'm trying to think, oh, it was called this movie called Chronic. There was a super oh. low budget movie with Tim Roth, and he gave like the he's best great. performance of the year. Oh, he's amazing. Great. He I was like so him. incredible in this movie, and he plays this hospice nurse, and it's just excruciating. Wow. And I was like, what has he been doing? And then you're like, look up, and like, oh, he's been working constantly. Yeah, 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 I think, yeah. Like yeah. Tim Roth's been, but it's like just because he's not, yeah, under your nose, you're like, yeah, the actors keep working. It's it's sort of out of our hands. Or it's like, oh, he's been on the CW show for eight yeah, years. Yeah, that's the like, thing. What? They, they I didn't these, know about that. They all do these shows that you know, or they you know, and. And that's that's also the thing that like you know, uh, it's all perspective. I just think of um, to my grandparents the fact that I know Stephanie Courtney who is you know (gasps) from Progressive Flow. Yes, yes, Progressive who is. One of the most talented, and she was in Mad Incredible. Men. Yes, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. I had a friend. Stephanie is like, I mean, you know, truly one of the most talented people I that oh, I've she's ever worked great. with or known yeah. and lovely, wonderful. But to my grandparents, like, that's the that is like, I, just me knowing her is a huge deal, right? Because they see those all the because time. Because they're like, oh, you know, you know, and it's like, but they wouldn't know. If my mom, they wouldn't found know who out. Will Ferrell is. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Maybe I don't think so. Isn't Maybe that frustrating? No, like, I mean it's actually it's I think it's kind of lovely because it's like it shows you that like it is all it it's all perspective. Right. Makes nobody's me... nobody's winning or losing. You know what I mean? It's like first of all the fact that anybody would be happy that about, you know, for anything for Stephanie I'd be like, yes, she deserves the world, but it's also like you know, it's it's weird how we look at ourselves as it's it's very good to not sort of compare ourselves and to say like, "Oh, I'm doing what I do and this is not anything, you know, um it's it's frustrating on a personal level, you know, sometimes with some, you know, family members or when I try to go back and explain what I'm doing when I'm in, you know, when I'm doing like weird <laughs> yeah. little things here and there. Yeah, they don't yeah. quite get yeah. it. They you're, not, get, you're not the you, Geico lizard? Come you, on. You know, right. <laughs> and one time I was doing a show and then they go, well, how much are you getting paid? It's free. It's at, it's right. a, at a theater, but it's right. a good exposure. And they yeah. go, you know what you do tomorrow? 
you go into that producer's <laughs> office, you First of slam all, that... your fist on the table, and you what? say, I am worth something. Was this my show? Oh, it's like, they... my God. <laughs> it's probably my show. And I did it, and I got $3 million. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no. he, yeah. First of all, the fact that they. He had a big bag of money just theater, behind his desk. But a theater has a producer's office, number <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that they have, like, a, like you slam your fist on the desk. And he's it's, got it's all this, coming uh, from a good place, and they yeah, want you, yeah. you know, and, they, and it is, it is. They do worry about how you. They make try money. to apply business and you know nine to five work things too, which right. is true to some degree, but you it's just sure. can't. Well, I did that always... for a long time, and it just almost killed me, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I recently, I think it was three or four years ago, was fired. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me because mm-hmm. then I was just like, all right, I'm going for it. Oh, yeah. I fired yeah. you, right? Yeah, you were yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. not working. Get out uh, of here. Good. Like, get out of my office. You... And what? And what way? What did you learn from when you were fired? Like, what was uh, that like? I mean, uh, I just learned, like, you know, um, I felt trapped and relationships were bad because I was bringing a lot of my drama from work to mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and just making me kind of miserable all the time because I wasn't happy where I was. And yeah. then I just had this freedom of like, oh, I can, I'm a creative person. I don't belong there. Right. You know, and, right. and I have so much like exciting ideas and like, and characters in me and I just mm-hmm. have to now like unleash this mm-hmm. and it was just so freeing and powerful and it's like I recommend anybody who has that dream to just go for it well and also like there's no right answer like and 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 like you know you just the universe is gonna just happen to right, you. right 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 so all you can do is like be okay with it and follow and 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 I think to like follow the green lights you know because it's like sometimes we think things are too easy and so we make ourselves hard we, you know, um, we we want to follow the hardest thing because we go. I want to because that must be the best thing if it's the thing I have to work the hardest for. And right? It's like, maybe not. Yeah, maybe. like I know yeah, so maybe many it's people than like you think like they're really good at something, but they go, oh, because this comes easy to me, I'm going to try the it. violin because right. that's hard <laughs> and I feel pain. Exactly. And it's like that puritanical <laughs> instinct and everything. Well, you know, even even in the world of comedy, you know, there are people that you know that will. But I would say that like that are really successful doing stand up and they try to do improv and you're like yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. improv if if like if you're naturally great at stand up do stand up like yeah yeah if you and that's in the world of comedy then there are yeah. people that are like you know they really desperately they they have a they have a perception of themselves and I had to learn that I mean I went to school to you know I wanted to be a serious actor and I would get on stage and people would laugh and I would get mad right I'm like why are they laughing I'm yeah. an actor and right, I'm a, right. I'm feeling did this did you throw a blanket on you them? know I threw a blanket on them started beating the shit out of <laughs> yes! them yes that's what and you should have done then I ran up a tree then they would have been like oh um, he's a serious actor but you know I had to learn like oh like trust right. what goes goes well for you Drew and you're not gonna be Ryan Gosling like you're right, not yeah, gonna be yeah, that yeah. You're never gonna do that, and and that's not, you know, that's lovely to know. That's a, that's that will free you up. That yeah, you, actually, well, you, you want to you know. know I'm that glad stuff because yeah. early. I was like, in the oh throes of reality TV, and it was awful. You were in the yeah. throes. I was just like, I was in the the firing range of just yeah. all these producers Wait, just throwing back which and forth. Was it the throes or the firing? No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's an <laughs> ugly world in that, yeah, in that yeah, yeah. industry, and and I wanted to be in animation, I wanted to be in comedy, and that was like where I, where my sights yeah, were set. Right. And so I was like, I am just, I need to be where there's more love and creativity, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's that feeling. That's yeah. the thing too. We sometimes we talk ourselves out of 
the thing we like say you want to be a filmmaker and mm-hmm. somebody goes well yes well I'm going to start at the bottom of Sony and I'm going to do this it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. just I'll, start doing films I'll work for Robert Evans yes, and then I'll work my way up jerk. well because you know that's what how we're trained to do because it's like go to school start in kindergarten yeah. and then go through 12th grade and then go to college and do four years of college and then do and that's just how our brains yeah. think yeah. and that, so there's a, and there's a, there's a comfort in that structure with, right that's but, what but um, creatively that's it never works that way no, it no. Has to go its own way. <clears throat> for me, because there's a formula me, that didn't, didn't it worked for a, a lot of people, but not you. Yeah, the, and not the, for um, people, Second City was like that for me because it was like a school. Uh-huh. So you could somehow wrap your head around like, oh, I'm progressing from this stage yep, exactly. to next. And I told a lot of people, it's like, this is not the way it's going to be. Like it's a yeah. totally irrational industry. No, I know. Where you can't and feel like there's a pecking order. No, and there's not. And it's and it's all and it's crazy because that was my experience with the Groundlings, and I went to the Groundlings right after college. So it was like high school, college, yeah. the Groundlings, and I did the Groundlings for six years because you know you're waiting on class on the next level. So in my head, I was always like, even when I would be on a long waiting list and I had other things going on in between, I kind of in the back of my mind, well, I have my next class at the Groundlings. That will be yeah, the next yeah, yeah. step it's, ahead. Yeah. And it was the most incredible training and the most wonderful thing. But when I was done with Lorraine it, Newman. I was uh, Lorraine Newman, of course. Uh, <laughs> I was done at 28. I was, I was, you know, let go at 28, and I was like, now what? Yeah. And I, and it was, and it was the scariest, most inc- important time in my life, creatively, for sure, because it made me sort of make my own thing happen and not sit and wait. And I think people that. You know, a lot of time. I don't know when I would have learned that lesson had yeah, I gotten on the main exactly. stage of the Groundlings because I think you I would have just to, been um, waiting for the Groundlings to make me. And the Groundlings is and Second City. None of these places are their training ends in center. themselves. They're not responsible for your yeah, joy right. or your career. They are there to help you get better at what they do there, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, you know, and it's like it, it's, it's not a solution. Learn no, and it's not, and it's not a place to just hang out for the rest of your life because that's where you do get. Well, then you're like the guy in high school that because comes you back. think. <laughs> like yeah, well you're like I was the I was the most popular guy in Michael high school. McConaughey, Why does everyone yeah. in the world yeah. like me? You know, I I made straight A's and you know and. You know, and we t- here, why am I not excelling in life? And right. so we try to like rationalize that. this too be, by doing it in like a class format where you yeah. graduate levels because, like, somebody yeah. can do any one of us can be in a movie tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm in a movie and tomorrow. It's like, whereas in your rationale, it's like that person shouldn't be in a movie because they weren't on a stage. As long as I was, I know. And, you know, I know, and you realize like nobody cares. Yeah, about nobody. That. Like you're gives keeping a, a weird crap. score. It that really no doesn't matter. Is, yeah, yeah, no yeah. one else is playing this game. It's yeah. all about the present. It's like and if you have absolutely. that moment in the present, that's what people pay attention to, not like where you came from or whatever. Yeah. Otherwise, who the fuck would care about? I'm from Modesto. It's like that place sucks. I love Modesto. Oh, it's, so it's Timothy Oliphant. I know. Well, see, uh, he he, same thing. He came from the muck and the mire. You know, pulled himself out of somewhere. There's I mean, like you know. dirt holding you down there. You're like, ah, dirt, no! Modesto! Yeah. <laughs> it's oh. like Night of the Living Dead. It's like the dirt's pulling you. But, you know, it's good to, it's good to come from that dirt, you know? Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. I think so. I think yeah. so. I don't well, know if that's Well, George good. Lucas also you know, I'm not going to think about that too good. hard, but I think, it's, I think I just said something really that's fucking really, profound. really, You did. Really um, good. You guys, we're out of time. Oh, shit. What? Oh, I know. Crazy. Have we started? Fiddlesticks. We've gone over, we've gone over <laughs> our time. Jeez Louise. We've gone I over mean, time. Good yeah. Lord. Good Lord. 
Um, thank you guys so much for doing this. This is Thanks great. For so having fun. us. I love yeah. we, went to, we went to all kinds of crazy places. Yeah, yeah we did. We, it was it. fun. I, I like that it got a little bit serious. Yeah, no, it always it always does. Leave it to me to just yeah. just, just crank the party down. I should yeah. have cried. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Can you cry real quick? We have... Oh, we're actually five minutes. <laughs> it was a real turd in the punch bowl. A real... <laughs> I, get, I got all my crying out yesterday, actually. Oh, see? Because I saw a good movie. That's what oh, what did you oh, see? Right. Uh, Big Sick. Oh, I love the big. Six. It was great, Isn't right? It great. Have it was. Seen so it? I haven't good. seen it. Don't tell me. Oh, it's wonderful. I, I cried most of the movie. I loved it. I've seen it twice. I really? love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the film, and it's Kamel Nanjiani is just so great. He's a yeah, friend. He's great. So he's, uh, I know. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. He's he was great. Yeah. I mean, he. And I, I can relate great. to Emily's great. I mean, that's the thing. Their story. I did not know that about them. No. I did not know that story about them, and they're both such lovely and talented, wonderful people. Well, yeah, and, and I just thought it was really, well, really. Well, I went through what. A lot of Ray, Ray Romano and Holly Hunter. Oh, oh my man. God, they were amazing. Oh my Ray God, Romano they did was it. so good. They did it so good. I loved Parenthood. Him in Parenthood. Oh, I so, know. He so was he was. He's, he's just ready. Kind of, he really has a good dramatic uh, presence. presence. Yeah. yeah. And Holly Hunter Whoa. just representing North Carolina, like like she's oh, from she's North awesome. Carolina. I'm sorry, her character in the movie is oh, right. right. Okay, I think yeah, she's sorry. from. I think she's from. Uh, Georgia, deeper, deeper down. I think probably Georgia, Alabama, or deeper, deeper down, deeper down. All right. I want to thank my <laughs> guests, Abed Gaith and Rich Fulcher. Thank you, Drew. Thank you guys yeah, so much. Thanks. This was great. This has been another episode of Drew Drogi's Minor Revelations. Have a week. Feral Audio.